Podcast Network. You can also send us an email at Network at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com, hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're getting ready to do this second half. Got both bands in effect, Jackson State bands in effect, the Marching Stones in effect, and the bracket is getting all set and rearranged. The Jackson State Tigers, the number five seed, taking on the number four seed, Prairie View A&M University Panthers. Mike Prince here with you as we get ready for the game two action. Game one saw the Lady Panthers Come out on top, 66-59 over the Alcorn State Lady Braves. They will advance to play the Lady Jaguars of Southern University on tomorrow. Meanwhile, the shoot-arounds are going on, and we get ready for dinner for two, if you will, as we complete this doubleheader. This is Mike Prince. want to thank you so much. We want to thank the good people of Apple, Ford, Hyundai, and Brown. Got to thank Wingaritas, Wings and Things, and Lee Van Richardson, attorney at law, for being major sponsors of tonight's and this week's coverage of the SWAC tournament broadcast to you right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We're going to take a pause for the calls. We're going to hear from these guys, and we'll come back. We'll talk some SWAC basketball. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Keep it where you got it, and we'll be right back. Apple Ford Hyundai is a dealer you can count on. Apple's range of car services include new Ford Hyundai sales, used car sales, car loans, and auto financing. Certified Ford Hyundai Auto Service Department, full selection of Ford Hyundai Auto Parts, and aftermarket accessories. Come on out to Brenham, Texas, 
and find out why Apple Ford Hyundai has been named the best-kept secret in Brazos Valley. They're located at 1820 Highway 290 West in Brenham, Texas. You can dial a toll-free number at 888-898-6095. There's even an Internet sales division. Simply go to www.appleford.com. Apple Ford Hyundai of Brenham, Texas. When tornadoes raked the south, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. As communities lay in ruins, it was the hams who let their families know their loved ones were safe. And the power and cell phones went out, the hams were there, helping rescuers get the message through. Wherever catastrophes strike, amateur radio is ready. Amateur radio works when other communications don't. Contact the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, on the web at emergencyradio.org. That's emergencyradio.org. Hi, I'm Mark Spitz. I know that as parents, we work hard to do everything right. We baby-proof our homes. With over 20 years of experience as a lawyer, attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. can help you with whatever your need may be. Divorce, car accidents, criminal case, wills, deeds, trust, civil suits, parent and child relationships. Contact Richardson's Law Office located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call them at 979-826-8008. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. in Hempstead, Texas. Wingaritas, Margaritas, Wings, and Things. Dine in or to go. Located at 736 University Drive in Prairie View, Texas, Wingaritas offers a variety of wings to choose from. Asian spice, buffalo, lemon pepper, orange ginger, and teriyaki. You can order online at toasttab forward slash wingarita.com. That number is 936-857-0025. It's that time again. It is the Southwestern Athletic Conference Basketball Tournament held March 10th to the 14th at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. You can listen to all the SWAT competition right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network beginning on Tuesday night when the women's division will see Alabama A&M and the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. Keep it locked all week long for your SWAT basketball action right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting ready to start with the introduction of tonight's contest between the Jackson State Tigers and the Prairie View A&M University Panthers on the men's side, scheduled for an 8.30 tip-off time. While they're going through that, we'll go and take us a little syndicated extended break. We'll be back with some more swag basketball action right here at the Open Mind Broadcast Network. Keep it where you got it. We'll be back with the tip-off of tonight's final contest. You're listening to the Open Mind Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com, hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com, look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at ombnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station designed with you in mind, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com, hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN Sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at ombnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they're just about wrapped up with doing our starting lineups, and we'll give them to you real quickly. For the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, number five, Trey Haygood. Number 12, John Briscoe. Number 30, Kareem York. Number 31, Montreal Scott. And number 35, Defensive Player of the Year for the SWAC, Mr. Ridges, Anwar Kamuchi. For the Jackson State Tigers, number three, Terry Specks. Number 10, Resford. Worsham, 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 okay. Number 20 will be Jarius Brent. Number 31 will be Dontavion Robinson. And number 35, Jamarius Middleton. The Prairie View will be in their home white uniforms, getting ready to provide the little action, if you will. Jackson State is in their navy blue with the gray trim, gray letterings, and numbers to match. Regis Anwan Kamuchi in the post. He will be going up in the post as well against the count of 35 of Middleton. The tip is up and controlled by the Panthers. Panthers going from my right to left. Getting up now, Scott, to Briscoe. Briscoe on the right wing coming to Haygood. Haygood sets, looks, trying to penetrate through. Giving, rise. Kicks out, let the left elbow, tosses up the shot, it's missed. The rebound is knocked out of bounds off of York, and it will be possession for Jackson State. Got Coach Don Brown is coming through, the the victorious Don Brown and the Lady Panthers as they get ready for their next round. Coming across the timeline now for Jackson State is Specs. Specs gets it, works it back out now. He pulls up and awaits with 20 seconds. On the shot clock, being guarded by Briscoe. Briscoe coming out now to further intensify his coverage. Gets it back over and swinging back. Good ball move at that time. The shot from the left elbow was shot at a big block by Regis Anwar Kamuchi. 
as he was able to block that ball going up for it was 31 Robinson, and that ball was swatted away with authority by the defensive player of the year for the Southwestern Athletic Conference. So in the mad scramble, the ball was turned around and kicked. Possession for the Jackson State Tigers. Specs comes now. He kicks it over to Robinson. Robinson gets it down low, and that shot was missed by Middleton. The rebound picked up by the Panthers. Coming up on the floor now is Montreal Scott. He kicks it over to Briscoe. Briscoe to Haygood. Haygood back to Briscoe. Briscoe penetrates, dribbles behind his back on the right wing, gets it back up to Haygood at the top of the key. No score, 18-32 in this opening half of play. Briscoe now on the left wing, awaiting at the high post is York. Get it up to Kamuchi. Kamuchi. Gets it back to Haygood. Haygood dribbles between his legs, goes, penetrates, kicks it out over the corner. Briscoe parked the three, and he is going to be shot clock violation as it was great defense that time by Jackson State. 18-15, still no score. Jackson State and Prairie View. The winner will advance to fight another day. Coming across the timeline now. For Jackson State is Milton. Milton gets that ball across, and he shifts that over to Rayford Williams. Warsham. Warsham gets the basket, makes it 2 nothing. Jackson State, as Kareem York took the ball, and he was going to be fouled. So that will be a foul against Warsham. And the inbound now to Anwar Kamuchi. Anwar Kamuchi gets it over now. Scott gets it to Anwar Kamuchi with the slam. The feed on the baseline by Scott. He feeds Anwar Kamuchi, and he punches it in to tie it up at two. Coming across now, Panthers back on the defense. Working at the top of the key is Brent. Brent swinging it down over. There's a steal by the Panthers, Briscoe, they're going to look like he's going to try to do an alley-oop. Pulls it out. Back to Briscoe for three. It's no good. And the long rebound is captured by Jackson State, number 20, Javarius Brandt. 2-2 two, two is a score, 17-10 here in the opening period. Panthers and the Tigers getting together. The battle of the felines. That shot from the left elbow off the glass is good by Warsham. Ready for Warsham with four points. Now here's Haygood from the left elbow, and it tilts in for the shot. All tied at four with 16.45 remaining in this opening half. Panthers led by head coach Byron Rim II. As the coach is Coach Wayne Brent for Jackson State. Jackson State now slowing it down, 16.30. There's a shot turn around from the right elbow. Was no good by Specs. Rebound by the Panthers. Hager pushing across the timeline. Penetrates through the defense. Lost the ball momentarily. He gets it off into the hands of York. York goes baseline. Turns around with the baby hook, and he missed it. And the rebound is picked up by Jackson State. Still tied at four with 16.05 remaining in this first half of play. Swag tournament live from Houston, Texas. 
as they tell me it's been right. That's another big block this time by Kareem York. The rebound saved by Jackson State. Pulling it back out now to slow down. Will beat Robinson. Robinson slows it down. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Robinson dribbling to his right side. Crossing back and forth. Being guarded by Briscoe. Gets it to Specs. Specs used to long three. It's no good. Rebound by Reggie on Juan Camucci. He kicks it out to Trey Haygood. Haygood swings it back over to Briscoe. Briscoe drives. Throws it up. And it's going to be knocked out of bounds off the hands of Briscoe. That ball was blocked by Specs. It's a timeout on the floor. 15-28 in the first half. We're all tied at four. You're listening to the sports broadcast of the SWAC basketball tournament, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics, serving the Waller Bulldogs, the Hempstead Bobcats, the Royal Falcons, and the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. Are you looking for an opportunity to expand your business in the community? Are you seeking an affordable way for you to maximize your advertising dollars? The Open Mic Broadcast Network is a solution. We're providing over 140 live sporting broadcasts for the 2014-15 campaign, featuring coverage for the Waller Bulldogs, the Hempstead Bobcats, the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, and the Wharton County Pioneers. Call us today at 832-213-8824. You will have an inside track on an opportunity to reach over 150,000 listeners to highlight your product during our live broadcast. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, serving the community through faith and athletics. Call us today at 832-213-8824. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 15-28 mark, the official first media timeout. Panthers and the Tigers all tied at four. Coming through with Specs, running through, but that shot was altered by Regis Anwar-Kamuchi. And there's a jumper attempt by Montreal Scott to drain that. Did they call a foul? They called a double dribble on the... Montreal Scott, a man, see, he drained it. They didn't say anything, so it will be a double dribble on the Panthers. Panthers right now 2 of 5 from the field goal, 40%. 2 of 7 from the field goal are Jackson State, 28%. Jackson State working that shot. The tough running jumper is good by Demarius Middleton. To make it six four, we just unwelcome Mucci working back to the board, goes up strong for the counter, and Reggie's unwelcome Mucci has four points, and that ball is thrown away, trying to push it up the floor, sneaking that ball was Jaleel Quarry, and he just missed his teammate Yateri Specs all the way for the unforced turnover, and the Panthers will take over, all tied at six, fourteen forty five remaining in the first half of play. Trey Haygood working, trying to get it off on the cross. Gets it to York now. York goes, spins from the paint, and gets the basket. Nice athletic move by Kareem York to make it 8-6 now. Panthers on top of the Tigers. Tigers get it across the timeline, working the perimeter. 
A long pass over to your Terry. The Terry gets it down low, working the baseline and getting a strong basket will be Darrell Taylor at number two for the Jags. I'm sorry, for the Jacksonville. All tied at eight. 14.06 remain. There's a timeout. Change of possessions of the personnel. Jacoby Green now in for the Panthers. Also looks like there will be Zachary Hamilton on the floor. Regis Hawakamuchi still stays on as the Panthers are in their zone covers defense. Now coming in off the left wing. That shot was no good by Kevin Barnett. Bernard. Rebound Panthers. Coming up now is Green. Green gets it back to Haygood. Haygood dribbling to his left side. Shifts it back over to Green. Green gets it to Montreal Scott, who awaits on the right wing. Scott now gets it over to Haygood. Haygood working down in the paint is Hamilton. Now it's Aliyuk to Alon Kamuchi. What a slam. Oh, my. So on a little razzle-dazzle, he's been known as a defensive paralysis, but now he has six points of ten preview points. Ten to eight is the score of preview on top. Panthers now guarding Specs. Specs being guarded closely by Green. Driven to his left side. Gets it over, spin, move from the paint. That one almost partially blocked by Regis Kamuchi as that shot was attempted by Bernard. Coming in now. Getting it over, Hamilton takes it, bounces it back out to Green. Up top to Haygood. 24 seconds on the shot clock. 12-40 remaining in the first half. Panthers up 10-8. to eight. Ford versus five. Panthers number four, Jackson State number five seed. Should be a very competitive match all the way through. There is a stoppage as coming in now will be Mr. Charleston Dawes, this young man, very athletic, the junior out of Dumas, Arkansas. Inbound a long pass back court to Haygood. 12-28 remaining in this first half. Panthers up 10-8. Haygood penetrates the defense, teardrop shot rolls in and out. The rebound is grabbed by Jackson State. Kevin Benoit. Kevin Benoit gets it off into the hands of Specs. Specs working over. Now trying to get some going is Brent. Brent swings it over to Wacheria. And all alone for three is Specs. He misses. Skying up for the rebound was Dobbs. Swings it out to Montreal Scott. Pulls up and he lost the handle. Recaptures it. Kicks it back out to Dobbs. Dobbs comes in with the shot. No good. The rebound going back, scrambling for it as Dobbs. He throws it, trying to throw it off a defender, but Jackson State alertly keeps the ball. Sparks, Specs comes across, gets that ball, almost turned over. It's knocked away by Green. Bouncing it down low, kicking it back out to Specs. Specs looking. Good ball movement now by Jackson State, as well as good defensive coverage by the Panthers. Diving through was Green, and here's knocking it away was Haygood. And are they going to call the grab? Because knocking the ball away, but then Devontae Robinson, they're going to call it on Trey Haygood. 11-25, Mark, media timeout, 10-8 is the score, Purview on top. 
We want to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Swag Basketball Coverage right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I'm Elena. I have a master's degree in giving hope to children in Ethiopia. I'm John. My farm experience helps villagers in the Philippines feed themselves. I'm Nanaya. I have a degree in making an impact for generations to come. If you have a degree in agriculture, the environment, or teaching English, you actually have a degree in doing more than you ever thought possible. Peace Corps volunteers can truly make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. With your skills and education, you could help create an irrigation system for a small village in Paraguay, or share new teaching methods to educators in Moldova. The experiences you'll gain in the Peace Corps will stay with you forever. This is your chance to make a real difference, a difference only you can make. Explore how the Peace Corps can fit into your future. Visit PeaceCorps.gov. My resume. My resume. My resume now includes changing lives. Hi, I'm Kenneth and Carolyn. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're hearing a familiar song, that's Jackson State, saying, I'm so glad I go to JSU, but if you go to TSU, it's TSU. If you go to Gramlin, it's GSU. And if you go to PV, it's PVU. But that's an old hymn, I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. We're back to action right now as they go back. Jackson State coming through, trailing by the score of 10-8, to 8, working. PV now on the defensive end, green guarding at the point guard position against Wachari, that ball is missed and shot, and finally getting the easy lay-in was Demarius Middleton, and Middleton ties it up at 10. Middleton's not even recognized on the board yet. So now Panthers working, and as a turnover, York couldn't hold on to it, coming on a fast break, going up and missing the shot was Warsham. And they called jump ball, and it is going to be possession for the Panthers. Now, they're not even recognizing Jackson State's Janarius Middleton. He's number 35, but he's not even on the board. They have this beautiful big board that can help you keep up with scorings and stuff like that. But that's neither here nor there. Still 10-10, Panthers. Taking their time, long passes. Montreal Scott from the NBA three and count it. <laughs> 13 to 10, 10 minutes and 15 seconds in the first half. Where have you on top of Jackson State? Coming across the timeline now are the Jackson State Tigers working at the high post is Trishon Bolden. Bolden gets it over. Back there's a long left handed jumper. That shot was no good by street, and here come the Panthers. Panthers coming in, losing a handle, and making the save was Lomax. Lomax and now Green over in the corner for Scott for three. It's no good. Regis Onwakamuchi makes the save or the rebound, and the ball was knocked out of bounds. They're going to say it was last touched by Jackson State. So now... Haygood comes in, Lomack goes out, Briscoe goes in, and that will mean Green goes out. So the Panthers working it in, Haygood, and 
Briscoe in the backcourt. York, Alan Camucci and Scott, the rest of the Panthers on the floor. Getting it out, 19 seconds on the shot clock. Good ball movement. York from in the corner gets it back to Haygood. Haygood at the top to Briscoe. Briscoe cuts through the defense and makes the basket. 15-10. Briscoe with the cutting move toward the cup to get his first points of the night. 9.05 remaining in this first half of play. Coming across the timeline is Specs. Specs. Working with the post man now coming across slipping and falling with Scott. His man shoots the ball and misses that being Bernard. And the save or the rebound by Regis Howard Camucci pushing this train. Hey, good. Cross the timeline looking to see where he goes and gets the follow through. He was fouled, went through the cup aggressively. And it looks like that foul was going to be against number two, 22, I'm sorry, for Sean Bowling. Third team foul, 17 to 10. Panthers up, 8.39 in this first half of play. As the Panthers will try to make it 18 to 10 in this first half. Good strong play by the backcourt. The slack has been developed by a strong, strong guard play. And I'm going to hopefully that Coach Mike Davis, supposed to be our scheduled halftime host, we'll see if he'll be able to come through. That shot is good by Haygood to complete the three-point play. Makes it 18-10. to 10. Coming down across the timeline, Rogers on Wakamucha with another big block on Bernard. The transition now, Panthers basing it down, and that was a turnover. Briscoe tried to get it down low to Kamucha to feed him for the block, and it was a Bad pass. That was a big three that was answered by Javaris Brent to make it 18 to 13 now. Panthers on top. Disco back on. On the floor is Jerry and Johnson for the Panthers. That left hand shot by York is no good. The rebound captured by Jackson States, number 10, Redford Warsham. Orson gets the specs. Back over to another three-pointer. That one is no good by Brent. Rebound by Kareem York for the Panthers. Gets it to Haygood. Haygood, Vincent Cross, pulls back out. Setting things up with 740 remaining before the half. Panthers up by 5, 18 to 13. Going from my right to left in their home whites. Now Briscoe gets it over to York on the left wing. York looking, looking, shakes his defender, gets it to Haygood. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Three-point attempt now by Briscoe is no good. The rebound's captured by Jackson State's number 10, Redford Warshaw. 7-13 now remaining in this first half. Panthers up 18-13. to 13. Reaching in, and that ball was off the hands of Brent, and it's going to be another media timeout with 7-0-4 Panthers up by five, leading by the score of 18 to 13. We want to take us a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to SWAC basketball coverage from the Toyota Center. Wingaritas, margaritas, wings, and things. Dine in or to go. Located at 736 University Drive in Prairie View, Texas, Wingaritas offers a variety of wings to choose from. Asian spice, buffalo, 
lemon pepper, orange ginger, and teriyaki. You can order online at toasttab forward slash wingarita.com. That number is 936-857-0025. Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Because you know I'm all about that base, about that base, no trouble. I'm all about that base, about that base, no trouble. I'm all about that base, about that base, no trouble. I'm all about that base, about that base. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Toyota Center. My friends here with you, giving you play by play action. And the Panthers holding on to a five point lead with 704 in the first half. Panthers are shooting 50% from the field, 8 of 16, 25% from beyond the arc, 1 of 4, and 1 from 1 for the free throw line, which makes them a perfect 100%. Jackson State, 6 of 21 from the line, 1 of 5 from the three-point range, and has yet to go to the free throw line. Kareem York working down low with Kamuchi. Uh, Kamuchi could not hold on to it, and that was a turnover with 6.50. Those that listen to the sports report, may recall a story that we did featuring Regis on Wakamuchi, and this young man is just a, a gentle giant, uh, makes you very proud that you say you know a young man like that. We talk all the time how the youth are, are lost, but when you sit down and speak with that young man, he is truly a, a blessing in disguise. As that shot was missed by Jackson State, and the turnover is in the hands now of Haygood. Haygood pushing across, oh, and he loses the handle, and he gets his own rebound and going to get the three-point play attempt as Hagen somehow goes underneath the much taller defender and gets the basket to fall through and picks up the foul. As they were going to call that on number 10 of Jackson State, Mr. Warsham. So Hagen will get a chance now to add his eighth point to the contest, bends his knees, releases, hits the front of the rim. The rebound is picked up by Jackson State. Fouls pass back over to Warsham. Warsham is being tripled up, and he loses the handle. The shot by Hankett was no good, and the Panthers now reapplying pressure. In the backcourt pressure now is Johnson and Hankett. Gets it over in the corner for three, and it's good from deep in the corner as Jamarius Middleton sinks the three from the near corner to make it 20-16. to Regis on Wakamucha gets it, and there's Trey Hager's response with a three. Left unattended, and he will drain it. And it is 23-16 now with 5.43 remaining in the first half of play. Lady Panthers were victorious in Game one of the nightcap, and the men are trying to do the same thing here. Working, and Lord got Lord up in the air. Middleton, Warsham, I'm sorry, gets that basket to fall through. And that foul will be assessed to York. The first foul and the basket and the continuation for the and one by Warsham. 5.33, substitution coming in now. 31, Devontae Robinson comes in 
And Mr. Daryl Taylor comes in. 23 to 18 is the score. Prairie View on top. Shot on the way, and it's good to make it 23 to 19 with 5.30 now remaining in this first half of play. Hey, good. Gets it to Scott. Scott shoots from the right elbow. It's no good. Rattles in and out. Rebound picked up by Jackson State. Terry Specs gets it across. Turn around. Jumper from the free throw line is good for Warsaw. Warsham, the man for Jackson State right now. 23-21, Jackson State trailing. York gets the feed from Haygood and gets the easy layup for the 25-21 advantage of the Panthers. Four minutes and 45 seconds now remaining. That ball is scrambling for it. Coming back is Speck. That ball knocked away by Scott, but they're going to call the reach-in foul. Scott guarding his counterpart, number 31, Robinson. He picks up his first foul. It's a 440 mark of this first half of play. Panthers up 25-21. Inbound by Jackson State. You can tell that it's getting close to the weekend. Crowd beginning to fill out as their basketball pass. They're going to say that ball was last touch by Haygood. It was a long cross-court pass trying to get it back over the spec. Haygood may have got a fingertip to graze it. Coming back now in play, 20 seconds on the shot clock. Jackson State working it, trying to get things going, cutting and moving all the Tigers. Swings it back out. Does a stab step. Now thought about shooting the ball was Brent, but he gets it back into the hands now of Benoit. Benoit, and shot clock violation, great defense by the Panthers. They were everywhere. It seemed like it may have been six or seven of them out there on the court compared to Jackson's looks. 4.04 remaining. Next stoppage of play will be our final media timeout of the half. I want to remind you that you can listen simultaneously on a simulcast through the G-Line. The G-Line is 716-274-2520. Another quick foul called against Jackson State, number 31, Devante, uh, Detavion Robinson. 358, media timeout in effect. We're going to take us a timeout. We'll hear from JSU's fight song. Thank <laughs> you. 
The station design. The station design. The station design. My broadcast network. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are three minutes and 58 seconds away from halftime. Where have you on top? 25 to 21. So someone was questioning. Why did I play the JSU so I've been playing all the fight songs all week long for all the schools? This is a SWAT coverage. Even though I'm a PV alumni, I love PV, but this is a SWAT coverage. <laughs> Briscoe now with the ball gets it over into the hands of Scott. Scott being guarded, goes baseline, throws it up off the glass. No good. The big rebound, and Scott's going to be called for the reach-in foul. So, <laughs> they're going to call a foul on Scott. So, you, 3.37 remain. A little confusion going on. Jackson State will have the ball. We do know that much. So, now Specs gets it across the timeline. Crosses over Briscoe, gets it over in the corner. That shot is no good. The long shot was missed by Milton. Coming back now, York for three in the corner. No good. The rebound done by Milton. He gets it over to Specs. Specs will come over. Back over now to Brent. Brent dribbling to his left, gets it over to Specs. Specs gets it down. No good ball moving, but that time a great hustle by Trey Haygood to touch that ball, and that ball went off of the hands of Brent. But the hustling Haygood deflects that direction. 2.57 remaining before the half. Robinson returns back in for Jackson State. Fairview up 25-21. York. Getting it over to Scott. Scott back out to Briscoe. Briscoe gets it to Haygood. Back to Briscoe. 23 seconds on the shot clock. Drilling to the left side. Looking over. York comes in. York is going to be called for the charge. Is taking that one for the team with a, in a big way was Mr. Bernard. There's a stoppage to the clock, 240. And they'll get way back to action. Specs get to the cross, the timeline. Two minutes and 35 seconds remaining. Coming across, going baseline aggressively. Too strong on the shot was Taylor. Coming up, got the own rebound. And the basket and the foul. Briscoe. Didn't, I'm sorry, no basket, but Briscoe did get caught with the foul. The reach in, Briscoe looking like, ah, come on, give me a break. If my son is listening, Briscoe happens to be his favorite ball player on the Panthers team. So now shooting two will be Warsome. Warsome shot, rattles in, makes it 25-22 with 222. Go figure that one out. 25-22, 222 before the second half. (laughs) So 
Second shot offered up now by Warsham is about to come on. The left-handed shoots, and it rattles outside. The rebound is captured by the Panthers' Hamilton. And PV coming back with Haygood, pulling it back out to slow things down. 25 seconds on the shot clock, 2-11 on the game clock. Briscoe gets it to Scott. Scott coming across, dribbles. He's going to be pushed. He was manhandled by Treshawn Bolden, number 22, of Jackson State. Non-shooting foul. So the Panthers quickly has Bolden with three fouls on behalf of Jackson State. So they're probably trying to keep going at the big guy. There's another long inbound pass back to Regis Awakamuche, who has returned in. Get to Montreal Scott who kicks it over to Briscoe. 151 remaining in this first half. 25-22, Panthers on top. Briscoe gets the ball, penetrates off the glass, and gets the basket. Went all the way around to the left side of the cup, laid it up with his left hand to get the basket, make it 27-22. Timeout taken on the floor with 136 remaining. Jackson State decides they want to take a 30-second timeout. And with us, with that break, we want to let you know tonight's broadcast is being made possible by the good people from Wingaritas Wings and Things, located at 746 University Drive in Prairie View, Texas. Check them out, and you won't be disappointed. Also, want to let you know that Apple Ford Hyundai of Wyndham, Texas, you need to go by and see why they're called the best-kept secret in the Brazos Valley. You cannot forget Mr. Lee Van Johnson, whether it's divorce, wheels, deeds, whatever you need, Lee Van Johnson, attorney at law, located in Hempstead, Texas, is your man with the plan. We're live from the Toyota Center here in Houston, Texas, day three of the tournament. I've lost count of how many games we've done. Gwen has taken a silent role. She's been keeping stats, but that's good. I appreciate that. Gwen said I've been sticking her out. As we get back to go to action, that ball is docked by Darrell Taylor to make it 27-24. On the corner for three is Briscoe with the counter. Makes it 30-24. One minute and ten seconds remaining in this first half of play. That ball is turned over. Another block. That time it was picked up by the Panthers, Hamilton, fast break. Oh, good. Now, that was a good defensive hustle. Nothing dirty on that. Scott could have had a terrible fall, but getting the foul was Yateria Specs, but he held him up to keep him from falling. Great sportsmanship. Great sportsmanship. 53.3 seconds remaining in the half. 30-24, 30-24, Panthers on top. Is there another timeout taken? Looks like there's another timeout taken. With that, I'll tell you what we do. We're just going to take a quick, quick timeout, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Swack Basketball right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Walla County Athletics, serving the Hempstead Bobcats, the Walla Bulldogs, the Royal Falcons, and the Prairie View A&M University Panthers serving the community through faith and athletics. Let us now return to our live broadcast. 
All right, we're back here. They're coming back on the floor. I want to remind you, you might want to be able to make yourself a donation to help the calls out for what we do here. They did call a fragrance file. You can be sure to visit our website, as Montreal Scott makes that basket, at obnradio.com. We have a PayPal button right on the front page. You can make a donation of any liking that you would have. We do have a listening partner agreement. If you do a $36 annual, $36 annual donation as a listener, not as a business, but a $36 annual donation help us to continue to bring you these broadcast coverage. Both free throws are good. The Panthers get the ball off the flagrant as Montreal Scott from the corner for three, and it's good. And Montreal Scott has scored five points within the last five seconds. Two from the free throw, then he gets the three-pointer. Timeout taken with 51.4 seconds. Panthers now taking a 30-second timeout. And i tell you what we're going to do at the break. We're just going to have a little extended uh, play. We had some people scheduled, but they hadn't made their way through. And I'm just going to rest my vocals for a little while until we, if they show up. If they show up, fine. If not, we'll catch them on the rebound. But we do have something. I'll tell you what we'll do. Now, I think they're going to give us 15 minutes. We do have an interview with Coach Willie Simmons and Athletic Director Ashley Robinson from about a month ago during the groundbreaking ceremony. So we can go ahead and get that in, and we'll break that down, and we will see what the end is going to be as we got 44 seconds remaining in this half. Going to the left now. And now pressure by the Panthers into the hands now of Taylor. Taylor got that ball off to Middleton. So they call the foul. Oh, Middleton was fouled. So they're going to call it foul on Green. So Milton will go to the line. Half is up by 11, 35, 24. Shot is good. As Middleton adds to his total, they finally add him to the board now. He has seven points. Second shot on the way with 32 seconds remaining. And it's good. 35, 25, 26. 35, 26, Panthers on top. 30 seconds now. Trey Hager trying to get it across the timeline. Gets it to Briscoe. Briscoe got it to Scott. Scott back to Haygood. And Panthers, it's about a second in between the difference of the shot clock and the game clock. So they're going to try to wind this one down if they can. Going slow and hey, good. Going through five seconds left. Hey, good. Dribbling, spinning. Goes through. Kicks it out in the corner for three. No good. That shot was no good as Hamilton could not get it to fall through. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, while we're at halftime, the score is 35-26. Panthers on top. We're going to switch over in here from an interview with Athletic Director Ashley Robinson and Willie Simmons. We'll take a break from this interview and this interview from about a month ago 
from the Sports Report Weekly live coverage of the groundbreaking ceremony. And we're going to now switch in here from Ashley Robinson and Willie Simmons. It's, it's a great day to be a Panther. You know, very exciting time, exciting week for athletics, exciting week for the university, and, you know, just exciting week for all our alumni support. So, you know, a lot of energy, very exciting. I feel like I can go out there and dress out. And dress well, that, I felt like that, but I might be good for one down. <laughs> that get the oxygen, give me the Gatorade and everything else that we're going to need. Hey, you had over um, over close to 300 people here today. Right. Uh, and a lot of money that was under 110, <laughs> you understand, and, and a lot of strong support. And and, and timing is everything. The, the Blackshire Stadium is no longer there. Uh, uh, the people actually see it happening. Uh, you got the new hire of the coach coming on. Uh, baseball season about to start. We don't even talk about baseball because, you know, we'll get, we get crunked up in that. And, and as athletic director, what's your vantage point you're seeing of Prairie View five years from down the road? You know, five years from down the road, I mean, any time you can, anytime you can have world-class facilities in the state of Texas, you know, right now as a university, I mean, we have some very exciting moments. And not, not just on the athletic side, but on the university side. I always say that any university that has a great student affairs department, great athletic department, it only enhances the university when it comes to enrollment. And I think from an academic standpoint, we can still academics all day. I mean, right, we have one of right. the best academic programs in the country when it comes to different programs, you know, different colleges that we have in place right now. And that's some of the advantage points that we have as we go out and recruit. We can fill our, our, our colleges. And we, we got four or five national known colleges on this campus. So that's the advantage point. You're going to come here and get a quality education, and you're going to, you're going to be able to be a quality student athlete. So you get, you know, I always tell my student athletes, let's leave with two. Let's leave with a degree. There you go. Now, i got to ask you this question. We heard uh, the uh, guest speakers address the importance of a new facility. We heard Coach Willie Simmons talk about it. Now, what percentage would you think really factors in on a student coming or not coming to a university based upon facilities? You know, facilities, I think it's about 75%. You know, you, you, when you look at a, just an athlete coming in just to look at facilities, especially recruiting in the state of Texas. You know, like Coach Simmons mentioned, you know, the difference between Texas high school football is facilities. You know, you go across the board, you go right down here at Waller High School, uh, which is two or three inches down from the university, $20 million facility. You know, uh, a turf facility, football facility, a field house. Actually, it's nine million since I was on that school board. I don't right. want to get right. Right. I don't want the tax payers come up. They told us nine million dollars facility, <laughs> and, and you know that's that, you know when you look at the facility, look at the Berry Center, and you look at now that's the, a twenty million dollar right. facility right there, partner. In, in, in Beaumont ISD, yes, look at all yes. the facilities in the state of Texas. You know, to attract the student athletes, we have to have the athletic facility get the Texas students. And, and I'm on my coaches very hard and tough now about recruiting in the state of Texas. You know, we recruit outside the state of Texas. He's gonna have to be a KJ Black, or okay. he's gonna have to be a a JJ Jackson. That's right. what we call lifestyle. Well, you Jackson. can say Mike Prince. Oh, Mike Prince. You know, so I have to be a student athlete. Right. So we right. want we want to be able to recruit Texas athletes and Texas students, and we don't want to just recruit for athletics, but we want to recruit for the university as a whole. Yes, so we sir. want to be a source. For the university to go out to attract students for the university. Well, it's even showing in, in your restructuring of your games, your non-conference games. You're 
playing uh, those mid-market out of the Southland Conference in more particular, uh, the McNeese States, the Texas States, the Stephen F. Austins, and, you know, and, and doing all these things that's drawing that, that good draw and, and showing people, hey, we're here too. Yeah, and, and, and the goal is to build a national-known program in the state of Texas. I mean, we, we, we can we have enough institutions in the state of Texas, and I want PV to be known in the state of Texas, not just in the city of PV or in the, the Houston area, but, but in all the areas of Texas. I, I feel like in order to build a brand, we have to we have to put ourselves in a situation to build a brand. And I think the best way to do that with 18 sports playing is let's go out and be from a demographic standpoint and let's play institutions three or four-hour radius or play institutions in the Texas area in order to build a brand. You know, you go back to this year and you talk about basketball, you talk about soccer, you know, would be important words in soccer. Basketball, men's basketball, be North Texas yes. with a great alumni crowd in the back. And then you talk about women's basketball where we go beat the Sam Houston and we beat the U of H. And, you know, and we fell a little short with men's basketball with Rice by a couple points. But we're right there. So we can show the people in the state of Texas, hey, PV, one of the best-kept secrets, but like I said before, the secret is out the bag. Secret's out the bag. Now, look, we've talked about the institution. Let's talk about Ashley Robertson. You've just been appointed to a major deal, not only with the SWAC. And I always try to tell us we got to think beyond the SWAC. Tell the people about your new appointment now. But recently I've been appointed as the uh, the chairperson for the ADs for the conference, and, and that's a voice for the conference and and. and, and have a chance to meet with the university presidents of this conference and the commissioner to talk about some of the ideas and the vision that we want to have to take this conference. As people know, you know, I, I'm not a PB grad, but I am a SWAC. I am a SWAC alumni, and I love my HBCUs and I love my SWAC team. And I always, my goal is to always want to give back to the SWAC. You know, I had an opportunity to work for the conference office for years. Uh, as well, and I had an opportunity to give back to all ten institutions, and now I got an opportunity to work. And I'm and I'm gonna say this, and I'm not saying it just because I worked at one of the best institutions in the conference. You know, I came here in compliance when we had a lot of issues back in 2009, 2010. And when I came on campus, and I said we don't have NCA problems, we just have issues that we need to work on to educate our university, educate our coaches on the NCA positive procedures and the black positive procedures. And I thought, think once we came in and did a lot of educational points and the thing about the NCA and the SWAC is all about educating coaches in the university. It's not just the athletic department. It's the university. It's a commitment from the university and the alumni and the support, supporters as a whole to understand the policies and procedures of the university, of the conference, and the NCA. Now, what's your re- re- response to those that out there? Because, you know, we got we got the angry black man or angry black woman's uh, syndrome going around saying that, that, that APR is – is blase this and blase that. What's your response to that? You know, uh, a- APR is, is a retention and a eligibility piece. And, 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 and my thing is, you know, from an APR standpoint, you know, we have a lot of people that make excuses and, and want to make big deals about the APR. APR is a really big deal. Anytime you're talking about graduating and the eligibility and retention of your students, not just student athletes, but as a student as a whole, that's a big deal. And I think we have to support that. You know, it's a time that we can't make excuses. We have to do what we got to do to make this happen. And when I say do what we got to do, as an athletic department, as a university, we have to make a commitment and put things in place to help our student-athletes be successful. You know, I I hear a lot of HBCUs and a lot of news reporters and a lot of things make negative comments about, you know, just the HBCUs alone. And to me, you know, and I hear a lot of people saying, well, we can't do it. We can't. 
you know, and I'm and, and I'm one of the ADs that say, hey, we can get it done. We are going to get it done, and we have a commitment from our president and the university, the provost, all our vice presidents have made a commitment to help athletics, not only the students in athletics, but the students at the university to be successful. And if and if you're working in 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 the field of uh, college or any athletic director, you're not about helping students be successful. I think that's a big problem. And the problem is the commitment to helping our students be successful. And that's what we got to make a big commitment for. So the commitment of excellence starts from the top and works its way down. Athletic director for the Prairie View A&M University Panthers and the newly appointed. Now, what's your title again for the conference? AD's chairperson. For chairperson the for the athletic directors of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, Ashley Robinson. I should say a young Ashley Robinson because you're going to always be younger than I am. Ashley, I really appreciate you allowing the Open Mic Broadcast Network to, to slow you down here for a moment. I know it's a lot of willing and dealing going on right now. I hear Ryan McGinty over here. We're going to try to take us a quick one-minute break. We'll be back and see if we can get him in. Thank you so much. And do remember that the Open Mic Broadcast Network is a friend of not only Prairie View but the SWAC. And thank you, Mike. And I want to say thank you for your support and supporting the athletic department here at PBAMU. Thank you, sir. We'll be right back. We'll now get a chance to hear from the new football coach, the 32nd football coach for the Prairie View A&M University Panthers and this coach, Willie Simmons. How you doing, sir? And welcome to officially being on the Open Mic Broadcast Network and the Sports Report Weekly. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a long, uh, great day with groundbreaking and a lot of things going on here and uh, we have some recruits coming in, so a lot, a lot of good things. A, a lot of good things going on at one time, yes, and I know you, you, you've made mention in your speech earlier that Wednesday you would be available for, you know, when things slow down a little bit. That's why we really appreciate you coming through now. You, you, you got here, and you've hit the ground running. What has it been for you these last 60 days? Oh, wow. The whirlwind. <laughs> um, after accepting the job, of course, the first thing you got to do is formulate a staff, and, and as you can imagine, um, with the internet age and everyone finding out that that uh, I became a head coach, you make, you make a lot of friends that you didn't. Coach, you didn't even know that you had in you. <laughs> people didn't talk to in a long time. You hear from, uh, but I think we've put together a great staff. Um, it's almost complete. I'm actually going to introduce them next Thursday at, at our signing day uh, kind of celebration. Um, but a great group of men, and like you said, we had to hit the ground running because everyone knows December and January is is the recruiting season. Yes, sir. So, had didn't one ever waste any time. Um, got hired on the fifth. Had to hit the road on the sixth. Now you just made mention of the signing date. Now I I do know it was the date, but did you ever pin down the location of where you're going to have it? Uh, still working with Mr. Robinson. I don't want to give inaccurate information. Uh, I got you. I got um, you. We're going to have it, and we're going to find. We may have a venue already. Again, a lot of. A lot well, of we just want to make sure that we got there, so we, we can we can do what what we yes, do sir. right here we'll on that. Now, Coach, uh, your wife is expecting. Is she had the head baby yet? Has Not yet. Okay. Well, I mean, so you got a lot going, and I'm a, I'm a put you on the spot a little bit. Super Bowl weekend this weekend. I don't want to hear about no deflate gate because deflate gate ain't got nothing to do with rushing for 166 yards, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to hear about the cheating and all that and all the lip service. Who do you pick for the winner and why do you pick them? 
Wow, you really have put him on the spot. <laughs> um, you know, being here in Texas, I guess I can say since the Texans and Cowboys aren't playing, but that doesn't matter, man. We're not the same, I, I'm, but, uh, I'm not. I'm not the Texans or Cowboys <laughs> fan, so you don't have to be politically correct with me. Always, Who's your team, by the way? Well, actually, uh, you know, I'm not actually a team guy in the NFL. Uh-huh. Um, I'm kind of one of those weird people. I follow players, so I like uh, whatever my favorite players. Are Give me the top three players. In the league right now, uh, I'm a Peyton Manning fan. Okay, uh, so Broncos. I really like the Broncos. He's done, uh, by the way. Uh, I ain't going to take time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, outside of him, um, I'm, I'm a, you know, uh, I'm a Cam Newton fan. I like Cam. So, uh, okay. And, and outside of that, I guess, you know, I was a McNabb fan when he played. You know, of course, playing quarterback, I, I follow quarterback. So, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers, you know, Cam Newton, all those guys. I, I'm, I'm really a fan of those guys. And then people like Fred Jackson, who plays for the Bills, who I actually played with in Iowa. Um, so I'm a huge Fred Jackson fan. Fred's from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, of course, I follow the Bills, follow his career. And then the guys I played with or that played at Clemson, C.J. Spiller, Simon Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins right here in the Houston area. So um, I, I kind of follow the guys that either played play at Clemson or that I played with, uh, Eric Walden at Middle Tennessee, who's playing with, uh, with, the, with the Colts right now. So, I follow the guys who I who I've had relationships with. Okay, now that we've had that, mm-hmm. who you picking? Who? I think I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. Um, I think the, the style of I just like Pete Carroll's style of coaching. I, I, I like the way that team comes together. They're a team that I always reference when speaking with my team about how close they are. Whenever one of those guys interviews, um, with reception, Marshawn Lynch, of course, they talk about how close they are as a team. They talk about how hard they work in practice. They talk about overcoming adversity, um, all the things that we preach here as a staff and that I think it, that, that's important in being a, a great football player and a great person, uh, they embody. And so they're a team that I follow because of the way they go about their business. Well, it's funny that you would mention Marshawn Lynch, and I bet you everything I have that his team appreciates him oh, they do. to the yeah. highest, and they know yeah. he's all about that all about that, all about that work. Marshawn's a pro. At the end of the day, he's a professional football player, and in his mind, that's his job. Yes. Know? He understands the media aspects, and the one thing I can say about him, Marshawn went to Cal Berkeley. So the one thing, just like Richard Sherman, <laughs> they're not dummies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't get in Cal if you're not. No, right. So you're telling so. me you're not here, so you won't be fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Coach Willie Simmons, now you made something, and I'm going to ask you this last question, and I'll let you go. I know you got recruits coming in. What is Coach Willie Simmons' style of coaching? Well, uh, I, I think my style of coaching is very straightforward. Um, I try to apply life lessons to coaching. Uh, football, to me, is, is, is a game. Um, I love the game for what it teaches us. Um, it teaches us how to how to deal with um, deal with people. It teaches us how to overcome adversity. It teaches us how to get out of adverse situations. It teaches us how to problem solve. Um, and it teaches us teamwork, uh, commitment, sacrifice, dedication, love, passion. All, you know all the things that I think the Bible teaches about being a, a great person. Um, you know you can get those principles in football. So I'm a coach that tries to bring a lot of those principles to the team. Um, I'm, I'm big on habits, uh, forming great habits. And I think whether you want to be a champion, if you want to be a champion, you have to you know, be a champion of everything you do. <laughs> All right, we're ready to get this second half on the way. The Panthers and the Tigers locked up. The winner will play Texas Southern tomorrow evening. 
Panthers up 35-26. We're ready to resume. Hope you enjoyed that interview from Willie Simmons, head football coach for the Panthers out of Alcorn, where he last worked, and Ashley Robinson, the athletic director. That first jumper is no good by Jackson State. The lefty jumper by Middleton was no good. Turn around. Briscoe's jumper was no good. And the rebound is picked up by Specs. Specs coming across. Working over. Trying to get things set up. Panthers up 35-26. We're getting this second half on the way. And we got us a quick whistle. And they're going to call that foul against the Panthers. They didn't announce who it was called against, so we couldn't tell you. Coming in and making the shot and finally getting the basket was Darrell Taylor. Anwar Kamuti had him alter that shot, but then he gets it across. Anwar Kamuti misses the feed from Haygood, and here comes Jackson State trailing by 7, 35-27, and trying to make it go through was Warsham, and Warsham not able to count on that. Reggie's Anwar Kamuti has six points at halftime, 10 points by Trey Haygood, eight points by Montreal Scott. For the Tigers, you have Rayford Warsham with 10 points, nine points by Middleton. And that free throw is good by Warsham. Warsham now has 11 points, makes it 35-29 with 18.55 here in this second half. Second shot is strong. The rebound taken by Regis Anwakamuchi for the Panthers. And he gets it in the hands of Trey Hager. Panthers now going from my left to right in their white home uniforms. Hager on the left wing penetrates, and there's another foul called travel. But it's only called travel against Hager. Well, they call a foul against Reggie. Offense away from the ball foul against Anwar Kamuchi. Ball now in the hands of Jackson State's big man, Jarius Middleton. Makes it 35-33. Jackson State didn't come around for shooting rounds. They just came in and went right to work. Said they didn't want to waste any energy, and they've cut into the lead now. Briscoe dribbles back out, gets it to York. York over to Haygood. Regis on Kamuchi working down in the paint, trying to get open. They decide to back up with 10 seconds on the shot clock. Haygood penetrates through, gets it all the way over, and the jumper good from downtown by Montreal Scott. Montreal Scott has 11 points. 38-31, Panthers on top. 17-48 here in the second half. Swag coverage. Live from the Toyota Center here in Houston, Texas. Working back and forth. Swinging it out to Specs. Specs spins, goes up with the shot, misses. Coming up now with the long rebound was Jackson State's Warsham. And that's a backcourt violation as he threw the ball and could not handle it was Street. I'm sorry, was Middleton. And that's going to be an unforced turnover. 17-29 
in this second half of play. Panthers on top, 38 to 31. It would be at the half, 35 to 26. York gets the ball, steps and shoots the fadeaway jumper. It's no good. Rebound, missed by Briscoe. Off his hands and rolling off a defender of Jackson State. So Montreal Scott will inbound it for the Panthers. Making adjustments, gets it in to Arwan Kamuchi. He's pushed. What is it? They're going to call the foul against Jackson State. They called that foul on Arwan Kamuchi, and he was catching the ball. No, they couldn't have called it on Arwan Kamuchi. I'm just listening to the PA announcer. That foul was called against Middleton. He's wearing 35 as well for Jackson State. 38-31 is the score, 17 minutes remaining in the second half of play. Panthers up by set seven. Ray Haygood on the right wing, backs up, 15 seconds on the shot clock. Dribbles between his leg, loses the handle, recaptures it, quickly dribbles pass, floats up the jumper, and it's good. Cat-like reflexes, regroups from the mishandled dribble, gets the shot, make it 40, 31. Coming through now, and it's going to be a traveling violation called against Dontavion. Robinson makes it 40 to 31 steal. They call a charge, not the foul. So Hager gets it across the timeline, shoots past his defender, wants to go for the cup, and he's fouled. 16-23. The Panthers just keep attacking, attacking the rim. And that's the way you take advantage of the speed that you have. So now coming in for the Tigers will be Javarius Brett will come in. Panthers get the inbound. Hey, good. Looking. Backs up from the right wing. Panthers have slowed it down tremendously now as they get set. Gets it over to Briscoe in the far left wing. Briscoe bounces down to York. York has his back to the cup, bounces, makes a step, and gets the left-hand hook for the shot. 42-31, Panthers on top. Graham York with the basket. Now ball moving by Jackson State. The left-hand jumper from the three-point area is no good. That shot was attempted by Brent, 15-46 on the Block on the clock. We're going to take us a timeout. Media timeout it is. We'll be right back. You're listening to Slack basketball coverage right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back. My name is Carmelita Lima, and this is my American story. I actually did three years of AmeriCorps, and during that time I was able to work for Habitat for Humanity. When I showed up on the site, there was a hole in the ground, and by the time we left, there was a house, and a woman could sweep her floor for the first time and she just started crying and we all hugged her and it was just a moment that is burned in my memory. I encourage everybody to serve because it's just something that will bring light to your life. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a way of connecting to the world and giving back and 
showing love to people that you don't even know. Every one of us has a role to play in making our communities and our country stronger. Discover yours. Help us continue to make a difference in the life of our nation. Go to serve.gov and find the opportunity that works for you. This message is brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, hearing the sounds of Jackson State's band. 15-46, remaining in the contest, Panthers up by 11, 42-31. want to give a shout-out to my wife, Stephanie, celebrated her birthday on yesterday. Ready to get back to action now, the inbound by Jackson State. They come across. Specs bounced it over in the corner. That ball was knocked away. Good defense by York. 15-36 remaining. Ball will be in possession for Jackson State. The three-pointer is no good. And the rebound picked up and finally scrapped in for the basket as Middleton gets the rebound off of Brent's missed three-pointer. Makes it 42-33. to 33. There is another quick timeout. 30-second timeout taken by the Panthers, and we'll stay right here and try to give you the latest that we have for the Panthers. Reggie's on one. Camucha has a total of six points, three for three from the field, five rebounds, one assist. Montreal Scott has 11 points. He's three of six from the field. Three of four from three-point range. Two of two from the charity strike. He has one assist. York has six points, three of seven from the field. And we have Bristol with seven points, three of six from the field. A good, 12 points, five of eight from the heel. Middleton with 13 points, 5 of 17 from the field, 1 for 1 from three-point range, 2 for 2 from the charity strike, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, and 1 personal foul. Warsham has 11 points, 3 of 5 from the free throw line, 4 of 10 from the field, 15, 20 remaining in the contest. Panthers up by 9, 42 to 33. They got somebody called Ross. Somebody, Ross is the entertainment. Mr. Ross or somebody that's going to be the entertainment? What's his name? Rick Ross. Somebody might have to text me or tweet me to help me to find out who Rick Ross is. As we get back to action now, hey, good. Handling things up for the Panthers. Gets it out to York and puts it over to Briscoe to Scott. Scott goes, dribbles between his legs, gets it down to Regis. I want to move it back to the board, kicks it out to York. York flips it back out to Haygood. And there's a three-second violation. Was down to three seconds on the shot clock. And you chalk that up to good defense by Jackson State. 42-33 is still our score, 14-50. Remain in the contest. Coming through, swinging it out into the hands of Middleton. Middleton working down low. Oh, good base move. And a foul. York got beat. 
as Warsham did the inside base move, and York picks up his fourth foul. He'll have to come sit down. It's now coming in for the Panthers will be Zachary Hamilton. So Warsham will go to the line to complete the and one. has 13 points and only has one foul to this point. Misses the free throw. The rebound is captured by Hamilton. Gets it off to Haygood, and here we go. Haygood dribbles to his left, comes, penetrates off the glass. No good. The strong rebound captured by Bolden. And Bolden kicks it out to Specs. Specs now slowing down. Gets it over, and that's going to be a walking. They did not call the walking that time on Bolden. Specs shoots the long three. It's no good. The rebound is captured by Hamilton, and Hamilton is going to be fouled as one of them cheap, excuse me, fouls as Brent picks up his second foul. 14-03 in the second half. Panthers up 42-35. Panthers trying to advance to the quarterfinal round. Or should I say the semifinal round? Let it be the the semifinal round. Going through and cutting. What a shot that was by Zachary Hamilton to penetrate through the defense to get the glass shot. Makes it 44 35. Good ball movement now. Spin move. Oh, a big block by Regis. I'm about over Walsham. Oh, rejected that. Jackson State recovers the ball. You see why he was named Defensive Player of the Year in the conference. Swatted that ball with authority. Walsham didn't know where that ball was coming from. So now it's 14 seconds. On the shot clock, the inbound by Jackson State. Coming through, and a dish pass. Oh, good underneath shot. Another altered move caused by Regis Onwakamuchi on Bernard's shot. And that ball finally out of bounds by Jackson State. 13.06 now. And it will... Charleston Dobbs has just entered the contest for the Panthers. 13 minutes. Panthers up 44-35, getting across the timeline. Haygood working. Penetrates through. Gets it back to Briscoe. Briscoe goes off the glass. No good. The shot is rebounded by Jackson State. Gets into the hands of Speck. Speck comes through. Kicks it out. Warsham for three. No good. A rebound going up strong and the foul Going up strong was Bolden. Hamilton is charged with his third foul. So Bolden will go to shoot two. Well, 38 remaining in the contest. Panthers up 44-35. First shot is no good. Regis Hanwakamuchi comes back in. Dobbs goes out. Kamuchi has 
No fouls? No, he has he has two fouls. He has two fouls. Second shot is no good. The rebound is captured by Jackson State. Number five, Jarrell Quarry. Quarry now in the role of the point. Lost the ball, and coming up with it is Montreal Scott. He gets it, goes through, kicks it out in the corner to Briscoe. It was too wide. Kicks it back up top to Haygood to get reset. Now Hamilton coming in off the pass. He misses the shot. The rebound picked up by Jackson State. Check gets it across the timeline. 12 minutes and five seconds remaining. Quarry gets it over. Warsham kicks back. And now over into the hands of Bernard. Bernard gets it to Speck. Speck reaching in, a spin move, and a good bounce pass. And Quarry gets the basket to make it 44 to 37. 11 43 remaining. Panthers on top, 44 to 37. Coming through, Scott gets the penetration, pulls back, shoots from the left side of the court, misses that shot. Rebound picked up by Jackson State. Timeout on the floor, 11 19. And he's a 44 to 37 lead. Jackson State takes a quick 30 second timeout. We're going to take a station ID and we'll be right back. The station designed with you in mind, the Open Mic Broadcast Network, serving the community through faith and athletics. As we get ready to break out, they have a 30 second timeout. The way we try to work things out around here, we, we try to stay out the coach's way when we can. We get the post-game reports and things of that nature. And we'll try to see if we can catch up with Coach Rim if the Panthers are to advance. But we'd like to see if we can get Coach Scott as well, one of the faithful assistants. He usually comes by and talk to us during this mid-time. Panthers back on the defense, up 44-37 with 11-14 remaining in the contest. Specs being guarded by Bristol, John Briscoe. Specs going over, gets it up. There's a long three-pointer, and that shot is good by Javarius Grant, and it's a four-point lead for the Panthers, 44-40. to And Jackson State now starting to try to wake up and their fan base that has traveled this distance to Houston, Texas. Hear them getting revved up, 10:43. Now the Panther fans are getting revved up. Haygood takes it, dribbles through, looking, goes off the glass, and gets the shot. Laid it up high above the strike, the square, to get the soft touch to make it 46-40 for the Panthers. Working down low, missing the easy layup was Javarius Middleton. Ball just, I guess, slipped out of his hand. And at 10-18, there's a stoppage in play. And it will be a media timeout. With that being said, we're going to take us a media timeout, and we'll be back. You're listening to... Swag basketball right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
Having a child during the teen years comes at a high cost to the young mother, her child, and the community. Only about half of teen moms get their high school diploma. Hispanic and black teen girls are more likely to get pregnant than white teens. Help break the cycle of teen pregnancy. Encourage healthy relationships. Talk about sex, pregnancy, and the potential of dating violence. Sexually active teens need easy, teen-friendly services, including affordable, effective birth control. Encourage teens to avoid situations where they may be pressured to have sex, such as parties where drugs or alcohol are available. Teens who participate in programs that keep them in school and teach life skills, such as pregnancy prevention, make healthier sexual decisions. Over the past 20 years, more and more teens have avoided pregnancy. Still, every day, 1,100 teen girls in the U.S. get pregnant. Learn more at www.cdc.gov slash teen pregnancy. As you hear the Prairie View Marching Storm Band coming across, Panthers coming in. They're ready to go. And that is a big steal by the Panthers. Long pass to Montrell Scott, and he gets the basket 48 to 40 now. Panthers on top. Panthers back on the defense, going through, almost blocked from the high, but able to get that through was Warsham to make it 48-42. Haygood now penetrating through. He loses the handle as he was fouled by Specs. He picks up his second foul. Panthers at the break, this last break, or 34.8% 34.8% from the field, 14, 16 of 46, 3 of 12 from three-point range. That's Jackson State, I'm sorry. And 50% from the free throw line. Panthers, 50% from the field, 50% from three-point, and 75% from the line. Panthers taking a time now. Dobbs back on the floor for the Panthers. Working it over. Briscoe goes. He alters that to Dobbs. Dobbs misses the layup off the glass. Rebound picked up by Jackson State. Jackson State now trying to knock it down, make it a 48-42. Going up, and I don't know how he kept that ball up in the air. Speck's shot was missed, but followed up by Middleton. And Middleton gets the basket, make it 48-44. And there was a questionable call on the plate. As Specs picks up a quick foul, 16 foul against Jackson State. 8.59 remaining in the contest. Panthers up by four, 48 to 44. Hey, good. Gets it over to Briscoe. Briscoe from the left elbow. That shot's no good. Coming up with the rebound. Jackson State's Warsham, and they're swinging it on the run now. Jackson State, oh, that ball almost, oh, it just pushed him clean out of the way. Going up for the rebound was Dobbs, and that was a big, strong move by Treshawn Bolden. I mean, he just bullied him out of the way on that shot. 
I mean, <laughs> it almost looked like it could have been a flagrant. But Odin kind of looked innocent, buddy. When they got you listed at 6'8", it's hard for you to hide and say you didn't do it. <laughs> so Dobbs will go to the line. He'll shoot the bonus shot. Got to make them count right now. 8.37 in the contest. Panthers up. 48-44. Dobbs attempting to make his first baskets of the night, and he does not count. Missing that. A long rebound picked up by Jackson State. Running through, working over, almost get the steal. Hey, good. Almost got the steal, and they called the reach-in foul on Specs. He lost that and panicked and quickly got four fouls added to him. Specs with four four fouls, no points. In the contest with 8.27 remaining in this game. So, hey, good. Now we'll go shoot. The free throw, and he makes the first one count. Hey, good. Makes it 49-44. She steps back and gets the moisture from his hands on the back of his shoes, and he's ready to go again for a second shot of the bonus shot. Six, aims, fires, and he makes it count. 50-44, to 44, back to a six-point lead. For the Panthers. The inbound in by Jackson State. Coming across the stretch, then guarded by Briscoe. Gets it over to Warsham. Warsham kicks it over in the corner of the long pass back to Specs. Specs thought about shooting the three, changed his mind. Back to Specs. Specs working down low, looking. Good ball movement by Jackson State. Lost the handle on it. And a foul is called as. It appears that Washington was going up. Regis Anwar Kamuchi is going to be fouled. He picks up foul number three as Middleton was going up for the follow-through, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, remind that you can follow us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. That's OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on Instagram at OBN radio. First free throw is good by Middleton. Makes it 50, 44, 45. We're even on Facebook. Found out that the old folks is doing the Facebook now. That's Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can still follow us there, O-P-E-N, capital M-I-C, Broadcast Network. But for your young folks, that free throw is missed, rebound by Dobbs in possession to Haygood. Your young folks, follow us on Instagram, O-B-N Radio. If you think you're young, follow us on Instagram, OBN Radio. Trey Haygood is knocked down by Jarrell Quarry. And at 7.50, looks like we got us a media timeout coming in. We are going to take us a break here a little bit from the people at Apple Ford Hyundai and how you can get yourself in on the ride of a lifetime. Apple Ford Hyundai is a dealer you can count on. Apple's range of car services include new Ford Hyundai sales, used car sales, car loans, and auto financing. 
Certified Ford Hyundai Auto Service Department, full selection of Ford Hyundai Auto Parts, and aftermarket accessories. Go on out to Brenham, Texas, and find out why Apple Ford Hyundai has been named the best-kept secret in Brazos Valley. They're located at 1820 Highway 290 West in Brenham, Texas. You can dial the toll-free number at 888-898-6095. There's even an internet sales division. Simply go to www.appleford.com. Apple Ford Hyundai of Brenham, Texas. All right, you hear the Spinderella in the background. Shoot, baby, shoot, salt and pepper, the featured act for Championship Saturday. They will be... I guess there'll be an effect on Friday, March the 13th. If you're superstitious, you might stay in the house on Friday the 13th. But if you want to see Salt, Pepper, and Spinderella, you come on in and check them out after the games on Friday night. Back to action, 7.50 remaining in the contest. Panthers up by five. Trey Haygood at the line, shooting two. He has 16 points on the night. He attempts to... Make it 17, and he does. Pretty decent turnout. As we get ready here for the second shot attempt by Haygood. Second shot is up, hits the front of the rim, rebound, captured by Middleton of Jackson State. 51-45, very view on top. Swinging, going back and forth right now. That ball is off the hands. Coming up with it was the Panthers. Hey, good. Hey, good. Off the fast break. Oh, misses it. And following up was Montrell Scott. That's how Montrell Scott gets his points. He hits the three, but he gets a lot of scrap buckets. He has 15 points. 53-45 now. That ball is overthrown. Jackson State will turn that one over with 7-16 remaining. Substitution now coming in. Specs goes out. Query comes in. And it looks like Robinson comes in as Grant goes out. Panthers now with the ball. Getting it across the timeline just about now with 26 seconds on the shot clock. Scott to Haygood. Haygood taking his time. Going back and forth. Just a little slow, methodical pace. Nothing major. Going back to his left now. Looks, shoots the long shot. It's no good. Regis, I want Kamucha had the position for the rebound, but he... Falls out of bounds and picks up the foul. So Specs will come back in along with Brent. So now Wilson, Nolan Wilson comes in to give Reggie's on Wakamuchi a break. It never did say the foul, but it uh, looked like the foul was called against on Juan Camucci. As Jackson State now 
taking their time, trying to feel a little pressure now by the Panthers. On the floor for the Panthers, Hager, Scott, Briscoe, Dobbs, and now Nolan, and that shot is going to be a foul against Nolan Wilson. First foul. I guess you might as well go there. You can't take them home with you. Don't give up the easy baskets. So the bonus shot, regardless, but he was shooting two. The Warsham shot is too strong, and it will remain an eight-point lead for the Panthers. It's coming out now will be Brent Robinson replacing him. Second shot on the way. It rattles down through the cup. Makes it 53 to 46. Another quick whistle. Trying to find out it goes to the bench to discuss the matter. So we'll be Panthers ball. Don't know if they gave a warning or something. Came like lean and whispered over to the table. Nothing was truly indicated. So now Briscoe in the backcourt gets it over across to Scott. Scott back to Briscoe. Six minutes remaining in the contest. Panthers up 53-46. Hey, good now with the ball, looking to get an opening. Penetrates, kicks it over. Briscoe goes with a strong move, and he kicked it out to Nolan. That shot no good now by Montreal Scott, and the Panthers blew a golden opportunity just then. 540 remaining in the second half. That ball lost control by query. Timeout was called. 537 remaining in the contest. Panthers up 53 to 46. We're going to quick take us a quick timeout. They're taking a 30 second. So that means I got to do something quick. I promise if y'all hang with us, we'll be right back. Another proud supporter for the Overnight Broadcast Network is the City of Prairie View for the Economic Development Group. The City of Prairie View was chosen as one of the best places to raise a family in the United States of America, according to the Bloomberg Report for the year 2010. The City of Prairie View for the Economic Development Group is proud to be an official sponsor for Waller Athletics and for Prairie View and University Baseball. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> The live coverage here. Gwen is fussing about these score sheets. They are kind of small. That's why I don't even look at that. I let them just bring me the sheet. <laughs> 53-46. Panthers are leading. That shot was missed and not able to keep control. And an alert. Middleton throws that ball off the kneecap of Dobbs to maintain possession. 529 remaining. 33 seconds on the shot clock. Panthers up 53-46. Specs gets it in to Warsham. Warsham gives it back to Specs at the top of the key. And Jackson State now will try to work some magic. Specs swings it over. The three-pointer was no good by Brent. The rebound is picked up and stolen this time by Hey, good. Three on one break. Gets it to Briscoe off the glass. He missed the shot. Dodge follows up. That one was blocked by Walsham. And here comes Jackson State. Specs come now. Trail runner knocked away by Trey Haygood. And here come the Panthers. Haygood pushing it back. Three on three. Falls through, and he's going to get the foul called against him. Specs is saying it should have been a travel, and they called the travel call. 
Little action going back and forth there. No point score, but a lot of movement. Trey Haggard is called with the travel. Looking in disbelief, saying, please don't call the foul, was Middleton. He was like, wait a minute, don't say that. 4.52 remaining. Prairie View takes a timeout. Prairie View taking a timeout. See if we can get them motivated here. They're taking a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to Slack Basketball Coverage on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. All right, welcome back. They said a 30-second timeout, but I guess they're going to give them the full minute. That's okay. You listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And the G-Line, the G-Line made possible at 716-274-2520. Oh, Lee, you need to give me a text. My man, let me know everything is all right. Things coming through loud and clear. Greenwood, Mississippi. Become my second home. I want to remind you also that you can listen to the Sports Report weekly on Fridays, mostly on the weekends. The specifically SWAC-oriented program, you can hear it at Open Mic Broadcast Network website, obnradio.com, or you can check your local radio stations for the times and listen. Back to action now with 440. Panthers up by the score of 53-46. Going is Warsham. Warsham kicks it over to Spex. Spex shoots a three, and it finally falls down. Hit the rim three times and falls down to make it 53-49. to Panthers trying to get it, and there's going to be a foul call against Spex, and Spex has just fouled out. Specs get his first point to the game and then fouls out, and he is done for the night. Specs tried to hold up when you look at the replay, and he shakes his head in disgust, and I cannot believe I got called with that foul. So now Montreal Scott will come to shoot two. He has 15 points. 17 points for Trey Haygood. As they now acknowledge that Specs is done. Montreal Scott hits the first one, makes him three for three from the line on tonight. So York would now come in. Panthers up four. I'm sorry, 419 remaining. Panthers up 54. 49, second shot is good. 55-49. Panthers on top. York now checking up on Bolden. Coming back, the left-hand shot is no good. 
by Brent. Rebound picked up by Haygood. Haygood gets it to Kamuchi. Anwar Kamuchi gets it back to Haygood. 351 now. Remaining in the contest. Montreal Scott gets it off the cut. Gets it to Briscoe. Briscoe over to Haygood. 15 seconds remaining. Haygood backing up. Gets it back to Briscoe. Goes to his right. Looking for the penetration. Pulls back out. Five seconds. Kick it over. Go over to Montreal Scott for three. No good. The rebound is captured by Jackson State coming up with that one was Query. He gets it across the timeline with 317 remaining. Query being pressured right now, looking for some help. Finally gets it, and that ball is going to be off the body of Trishawn Bolden. Turnover, timeout on the floor, 311. Panthers on top, 55 to 49. We'll take us a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Swag Basketball Action right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. If you spend your money on holiday gifts, don't forget to set aside some cash for retirement as a gift to yourself. Saving a little of your monthly income for retirement can be as affordable as the average holiday gift. If retirement is near, you'll want to hop on a fast sled and start saving right away. If you're younger, begin saving now and compound interest will help your retirement fund snowball. A great way to start figuring out how much you'll need to save for retirement is to learn how much you can expect from Social Security. You can do that in minutes with Social Security's online retirement estimator at www.socialsecurity.gov estimator. Happy holidays from Social Security. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Three minutes and 11 seconds remaining. The Panthers on top 55 to 49 over Jackson State, the number four versus the number five seed. And it has been a very competitive match all the way through. You hear Jackson State right now doing their thing. I want to remind you that the Panthers are looking to advance to take on Texas Southern tomorrow in the nightcap. Lady Panthers have already secured their ticket to take on Southern. Coming through, Briscoe kicks that ball back out to Montreal Scott, who saves it, gets it over to Trey Haygood. Haygood gets it back to Scott. Scott taking his time, 10 seconds on the shot clock. Dicks it over Montreal, gets it to Briscoe, and that ball was knocked out of bounds. I'm going to say last touch by the Panthers. Panthers up by six, 55-49. 236 remaining in the contest. Corey gets it across, bouncing down low, trying to work with his back against the wall, was the big man Bolden. That three-pointer was good by Brent. Makes it 55-52. Two minutes and 15 seconds now. Getting it across the timeline. The Panthers doing it, working it. Stretching it out now. Jackson State trying to come to life. Coming down to two minutes remaining in the contest. 
taking the time where the Panthers hit the two-minute mark with 13 seconds on the shot clock. Going back and forth, York on the perimeter now. Gets it to Haygood. Haygood penetrates through. Oh! They call the travel against Haygood. Regis Onwankamuchi would have had another monster dunk. And it's going to be a turnover against the Panthers. So Middleton comes back in, and he will give Bolden a breather. As you can feel, the intensity rising up now. The number four and the number five seed getting established. Jackson State gets the ball across the timeline. 143 remaining in the contest. Spinning now. Trying to get open was Brent. He just hit the last three-pointer to put it with three. There's a three-pointer by Middleton. That's too strong. The rebound is by Scott. Scott gets it, and he's being harassed. He finally gets it into the hands of Haygood with 121 remaining. Haygood walks it across the timeline, gets it to Briscoe. Panthers up by three, 55-52. Panthers trying to close it out. Hey, good. Slows it down and pulls it back out to Scott with 14 seconds on the shot clock. One minute and five seconds remaining. Both teams now getting down to the possessions are going to be key. Back in the hands of Hey, good. Five seconds from the left elbow. The shot is good. 57-52. Regis Onwankamuchi is fired up. Time out on the floor, 56.4 seconds. Oh, I'm looking now. She just took off her jacket, and she has on a jack, a jersey of the Texans who's no longer a Texan. Just signed with the Indianapolis Colts, Mr. Andre Johnson. And, boy, that's going to be – I don't know how that's going to affect Texan Nation, but I know he's going to lick his chops when the Colts come back in town and when they come to Indianapolis. We got us a barn burner burning right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen. 57-55, five-point lead for the Panthers. Panthers got 56.5 seconds remaining in the contest. They're trying to hold on. The inbound now for Jackson. I'm sorry, not Jackson State. Yes, Jackson State. The turnaround jumper was no good by Brent. The rebound scrambling forward. Coming up with it was Haygood. Haygood gets across the timeline. They're going to start trying to foul. Now they're trying to catch up with him. And the ball was out of bounds off the hand of York. And with 34 seconds left, they're going to say that ball was last touched by Jackson State. York missing the slam. He was fouled. Trying to get the backdoor inbound pass. Query makes the block and the foul with 33.4 seconds remaining. York was going to try to punch that one down with authority. He'll go to the line now and see if he can shoot these two. York has six points on the night. The lefty shot he is good to make it 58-52. A matter of fact, what we'll do, we'll... Do our final stats. We won't even try to do no post-game live with anybody tonight. We'll save it for tomorrow. Second shot is good. 59-52. Panthers on top. Jackson State's going to have to start trying to do something quick. Gets it into the hands of Brent. Brent goes to pass. Oh, the 
big block from behind by Regis Onwakamucha on top of Warsham. And Kamucha has picked up, they don't have the blocks on here tonight. The shot by Brent is no good. The rebound picked up, going up and getting that basket to count and fall will be Darrell Taylor. And with 10.3 seconds left, it is 59-54. Gwen's stretching her hand. i like, why are you stopping the clock? <laughs> so it is going to be 10.3 seconds remaining in the contest. Prairie View holding on to a five-point lead, 59-54. to 54. want to remind you there will be more games being played tomorrow. Looks like the early game will feature Jackson State and Alabama State from the women's side. Dwayne Lewis will be having a broadcast with that on tomorrow as the early men's game will feature Alabama State and Southern University at 2.30. And, of course, Dwayne Lewis will have that one on tomorrow. So far, we do know that the Lady Panthers will play Southern at 6 p.m. tomorrow evening. We'll have that broadcast for you live right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. There was a foul on Trey Good. We'll foul on Trey Good. He'll go to the line with nine and a half seconds remaining. And the nightcap is going to look like that it might be Texas Southern and the Panthers in a rematch of last year's SWAC championship game. And you know this place is going to be rocking if the Panthers can hold on. So Haygood now will shoot to try and get his 20th point, and he blows it. Regis Onwankamuche comes in now. He will give a break to Jacob Green. Haygood. Trying to get that 20 spot, bends his knees, lets it rip, and he makes that one count. 60 to 54. Panthers don't even need to foul right now. As coming across the timeline, throwing it up, the shot is short. Getting the rebound and the reverse layup will be Darrell Taylor. 2.6 seconds now remaining. Timeout taken by Jackson State. 60. To 56, you can hear the marching storm saying, hey, hey, goodbye. Now they're starting to play a little bit. One of us, mind you, want to thank the good people from Wingaritas, Wings and Things in Prairie View. Lee Van Richardson, attorney at law out of Hempstead, Texas. Also want to thank. Apple Ford Hyundai of Venom, Texas, for being major sponsors of this week's coverage of the Slack tournament from the Toyota Center here in Houston, Texas. You might want to be able to support, make a donation, or even get your sponsorship or an advertisement opportunity for your brand of product. Simply give us a call at 832-213-8824. I guarantee you we can give you an offer that you cannot refuse. Another quick foul as Montreal Scott will waltz up to the free throw line to shoot two with 2.6 seconds. He has 17 points. His first free throw is good. That will give him a total 
of 18 so far. Seven points for Briscoe, eight points for York, 36 points for Regisawa Kamuchi, but Kamuchi has been a force in their defensive paint. It's the second shot is good. 62-56, the long three, no good. And that is going to put this one in the books. 62-56, to 56, the Panthers on top of Jackson State. We're going to take us a quick break, and we'll be right back with our post-game report and the matchups featured on tomorrow night's action. Prairie View victorious, 62 to 56. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com, look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at ombnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at ktorradio.com, the station designed with you in mind, the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the official voice of Waller County Athletics. We're taking a break from our live coverage right now, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with more live coverage. You can keep up with us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. You can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio.com. Hit the talk section. From there, go to sports and look for OBN sports. You can like our Facebook page at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Spreaker.com. Look for Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can also send us an email at OMBnetwork at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can always follow us at our website at KTORradio.com. The station designed with you in mind. The Open Mic Broadcast Network. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As we come with the post-game report, the Panthers on top by a score of 62-56. Panthers shot pretty good from the field, 44.9%, 22 of 49 from the field. 5 of 13 from three-point range at 38.5%. 13 of 17 from the line at 76.5%. 
Meanwhile, the leading scorers for the Panthers, Trey Hager with 20, 19 for Montreal Scott. 38 minutes of playing time for Trey Haygood and 37 minutes for Montreal Scott. Leading score for the Jackson State Tigers, you had Janarius Middleton with 16 points, 28 minutes of time. 16 points by Rayford Warsham and 39 minutes of time for him. Tigers go 22 of 62 from the field for 35 and a half percent from the field. Five of 19 from three-point line for 26.3 percent, and seven of 14 from the free throw line at 50 percent. So the Panthers will advance to take on Texas Southern. They'll take on Texas Southern tomorrow. In the nightcap, that game will be featured at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be there to give you that one. The day game for the men's circuit will have Alabama State and Southern University as they play the school fight song for the Panthers. With that being said, tomorrow's women's action will have Alabama State and Jackson State getting together at high noon. The women will take place at 6 p.m., Southern and Prairie View will get together on the 6 o'clock circuit tomorrow night. Our time is done for tonight. We thank you so much. want to thank the G-Line for helping us get this broadcast through. Be sure to check out G-Wood, gwoodlive.com. The G-Line is 716-274-2520. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook at Open Mic Broadcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at OBN underscore radio. And you can even like us and follow us on Instagram at OBN Radio. We're also on iHeartRadio at OBN Sports. Final score here from the Toyota Center in the nightcap, Burview Panthers 62, Jackson State. 56. We're going to sign off for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with more action right here from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. This is Mike Prince saying God bless. Good night. And we'll see you on the other side. This is my podcast.